everyone, and welcome to our first episode of Ignite with Barry McGuire. You know, I, I'm a car guy and a businessman. You might have seen our TV show, Car Crazy, that ran for 18 years and aired globally on Discovery Networks. Uh, I'm currently in over 870 Christian radio stations every day talking about having the time of your life, sharing your faith. and. I've also served as the leader of lay ministries for a major denomination. I've been honored by the National Religious Broadcasters Association with, get this, their Billy Graham Award, as well as by Moody Bible with their annual 1886 Legacy Award. I mean, go figure. Uh, <laughs> I've had a crazy life, but more importantly, I've been having the time of my life sharing my faith as a businessman every day for over 40 years and enjoying all the blessings that come to those who do that. If you're like most Christians, you have no idea how easy and how much fun it is to share your faith. You never experience the incredible joy that comes from knowing God just spoke through you to move someone closer to Him. I have to tell you, there's no other way to enjoy that kind of intimacy with God. That's why I'm doing these podcasts. The sole purpose of these podcasts is to ignite Christians like you to ignite America with a revival one person at a time. And at the same time, ignite yourself. Most Christians know there's something missing in their lives and have no idea what it is. Here's a clue. It's not about finding your purpose. It's about living for God's purpose, to seek and save the lost, to move everyone every day closer to Jesus. These podcasts would tell you how you can start doing that immediately without any training. It's that easy. And as soon as you start living for God's purpose, you'll start living in God's promise in Romans 8.28 to make everything in your life work for good. I, I got to tell you, it doesn't get any better than that. Here's our problem. Only 20% of our population were still attending church regularly pre-COVID in 2020. And 30% of those have not listened to one sermon since COVID. An estimated 60,000 churches will close in the next three years. And less than 6% of our population still holds a biblical worldview. I mean, according to every statistic available, we're in a post-Christian nation. And that's why we're in this mess. Here's the good news. Over 80% of the unchurched know the world is out of control, would like to believe there's a God who can fix it, <laughs> are looking for somebody to tell them, and, and get this, they already have at least one Christian life that they can trust. We could ignite American Revival in 30 days if we wanted to. The fields are white for harvest. And, and here's a big help. Everyone knows the closer you are to God as a nation or an individual, people are more peaceful and joyful and loving. And, and the farther you get away from God, the further away you get from being peaceful, loving, and joyful. That's where America is today. And you can explain that to every non-believer so quickly, every day, without offending anyone. Believe it or not, that's sharing your faith. The root cause of our problems is not a Republican versus Democrat, liberal versus conservative, or a white versus black issue. It's a God issue. In 1960, 7% of our population were regular church attenders. We could leave our doors unlocked. Kids could play outside after dark. We had friendships across the aisles in our halls of government, and we were literally one nation under God. You know what? All of the chaos and hatred would immediately go away if we just simply turned America's heart back to God. That's our goal. Here's the bad news. The laborers are few. Less than 1% of us are intensely sharing our faith on a daily basis. 
The problem is not them, it's us. They're lost. Spiritually blinded people are unable to see right from wrong. How are they going to know God loves them unless somebody tells them, but nobody's telling them? We're the problem. Those of us who know God and refuse to share him, God help us. We have to change that. And it's so easy. You can start this very moment. No training required. Jesus said they will know your disciple by your love. Not by your training or eloquence of speech. Just love on people to love on people without any agenda. When you love on people, I mean generally love on people, they eventually tell you their deepest hurts. And the Holy Spirit will speak through you to meet and heal those hurts. It's amazing how that works. If you haven't experienced that, you haven't experienced God. No preparation is required except to seek God with you, all your mind, all your strength, all your heart, all your soul. God, I'm yours. And when you do that, you can't keep from sharing Him because all of us talk about things we love and are passionate about. If you're not sharing your faith, I got to tell you, you need to question how much you really love God. The letter to the church of Ephesus explains that. When you leave your first love and you're no longer doing the first work, I was blind and now I see. The first thing we do to get saved is tell people. Uh, he says, if you're not doing that, to repent. And he's saying that to Christians, folks. Repent or remove your testimony or remove the candlestick. That's what's happened to the church. We've lost our testimony. God help us. The burden's on us to change America. It's not their fault. It's ours we got to get off the bench and get into the game. I believe Romans 8.28 is the second most important and least understood verse in the whole Bible. John 3.16 explains how you get to heaven. Oh, but Romans 8.28 explains that he'll make everything in your life work for good from now until you get to heaven when you love him with all your heart and mind and soul and strength. And if you live your life for his purpose, to seek and save the lost, to move everybody every day closer to Jesus, when that's your passion, everything changes. I bet you didn't know that. That sharing your faith opens the door to God's promise to make everything in your life work for good. That's the end of worry. When Karen and I were first married, we gave sacrificially and volunteered for everything in church and, and still had no joy until we met Herb Ellingwood, who was a faith-sharing machine and the, the happiest man we'd ever met. We were jealous over his joy. We wanted it for ourselves, and we began sharing our faith. <laughs> a couple months later, we realized that our lives were full of joy. Then we discovered John 15, 11, that says, when we bear fruit, when we share our faith and bear more Christians, his joy will remain with us and our joy will remain full. Hallelujah! <laughs> and for Karen and me, our joy has been full ever since. Who knew? <laughs> it actually works. For four years, it's worked throughout all the trials of our lives. One of the most asked questions Karen and I get is, why are we always so full of joy? This is why, and you can get in on it immediately. We have 40 years of faith sharing experience that we'll be sharing with you on these podcasts, as well as the experiences of the famous and not so famous who are having the same kind of experiences. Here's a wake up call. You're already in full-time ministry. If you're a Christian, everything you say and do is already moving everybody watching you closer or further away from God, down to the smallest detail, perhaps most importantly in the smallest detail. When people see you as a Christian doing things that dishonor God, 
You're moving them away from God. And that's so easy to do without even knowing it. We'll be giving these kinds of examples as well. On the plus side, Isaiah 43.10 says, Thus saith the Lord, I appoint you as my witness so that you will believe. Did you get that? So that you will believe. That's because your faith soars every time you experience God orchestrating your steps and speaking through you to a complete stranger. And once you experience that kind of high, you'll be hooked on having that high for the rest of your life. That's what this is all about. We're going we, to give you so many stories. You're going to enjoy these podcasts. Hey, I'm a layman just like you, okay? And, and I never offend anyone because of my faith. I'm a, I'm a man of many passions. I spent a lifetime building my business that I love more than ever. I'm passionate about cars and boats and sports and great meals and going places and being with friends and, and so much more. But I also know this, all of that pales in comparison with the importance of getting as many people into heaven as possible before it's too late. There's a million ways to live my life that brings glory to God without offending anyone. And when I do that, he makes my days even better down to the smallest detail. It's amazing. I, I'll leave you with this thought that will be evident throughout all of our podcasts. Follow the nudge, live in the fog. Got that? Follow the nudge. Follow the nudge, live in the fog. All of us know what the nudge is. When the Holy Spirit nudges you to call someone you know who's hurting or to ask someone you're talking to if you should pray for them or, or to take the time that you don't have to encourage someone, we always have excuses for not following God's nudge, but that's all they are, excuses. But when you follow the nudge, you'll live in the fog. You'll live in the favor of God. You'll live in the promise of Romans 8.28 that says, All things, all things work together for good for those who love him and live for his purpose to seek and save the lost, to move everyone every day closer to Jesus. Remember that phrase, say it over and over, and then do it. There's so many great podcasts. There's so many. I love them. I have so all kinds of favorites. But there's none like like this one that would lead you into an intimacy with God that cannot be experienced any other way. Your prayer life and Bible study will come alive with purpose. Words will start coming out of your mouth that you know have come directly from God. Your faith will explode and your life will never be the same. I promise you. I don't know about you, but, but I can't wait for our next episode. <laughs> See you then.